Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. Welcome to Ask the Manager Mondays, your chance to ask Better Together General Manager Kevin Undergaro and Assistant General Manager Kelsey Meyer your questions about the Better Together brand and questions about life in general. And now, your managers, Kevin and Kelsey. Hey everyone. Welcome again to another edition of Ask the Manager Mondays. I am your manager, Kevin Undergar, with my assistant manager, Kelsey Alexandra Meyer. Hey, Kevin. Happy Monday. Our uh, manager trainee, Pooji Pooj, is on assignment, so she is not in with us. I have her uh, down scouting some uh, new cartoons the uh, WSBK Channel 38 may buy. We may get for the fall lineup. We're looking at Tom and Jerry, Mighty Mouse, and uh, maybe Casper the Friendly Ghost. Huge. But I'm leaving it up to Pooji, you know, because wow, yeah. she's young. She's yeah. still a kid. Yeah. She's still into the cartoons. <laughs> she understands the trends. Really exciting, Kevin. Um, so, Kels, what is this? I'm seeing this quote of the day. Hey, I know it's Monday, but it's also a new day and a new week. And in that lies a new opportunity for something special to happen. Michael Eli. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, know, you, Michael. I felt like we needed to have a quote of the day for Ask the Manager Monday. So I was looking up some really great Monday quotes and this one came up and I really loved it. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I think Monday is definitely the new Tuesday. Not the new Wednesday. Oh, did we say it was Wednesday? I we forget did. all my we scams. Did. We said it was Wednesday. Yeah. Monday's the new Wednesday. <laughs> no, you can't listen. I kind of like a fresh start to the week. Clean slate. All new scams. Past scams, you know, we can are forgiven. Past failures are forgiven. And now we move on to new business. Mm -hmm. Or shall I say business? Okay, so Kels, with that. Kev. What do we have for question? Excuse me, like like Dana and Dan said, let's, let's get, get right to business. Right to business. I have to say down to business. Right to let's, business. Let's get right to so, business. So, Kev, this first question might make you laugh, but I actually am curious myself. This is from Kelly from Florida, and she wants to know, what are your, some of your favorite places to go in L.A.? Does anyone care what my favorite places are in L.A.? <laughs> they, really? they did. Yes, you know what, did. Kels? You actually might have a better take on this. Oof. Okay. Because I'm thinking if someone's out there and wants to travel here, 
Yeah. You know, okay. Here's what I would say. I think a couple years ago, I would have been like, let's go to the Grove. Let's hit up West Hollywood and go to all the bars down there. So that is kind of like, I feel like 24 year old Kelsey. Yeah, so, right. So the young kids come out. Yeah, you're going to do all that. You're going to do all that for me. Now I'm like, you know what? I would go, I would take a friend to Manhattan beach. It's very calm over there, especially cause I feel like most people, when they want to come, they want to do a beach day, but everything's packed. Santa Monica is always packed. Yeah. Manhattan beach and the South Bay beaches are typically way mellow. So I do that. That's quite and a little bit more accessible than Malibu. Malibu's yes. great too, but Malibu, you know, the beaches, I don't know, they're, some of them are private. It's yes. a little tricky, right? It's very tricky. And you have to park, the parking's a nightmare in Malibu. So, yeah, I'm a big Manhattan Beach fan. It's probably one of my favorite places. If I also want to, you know, let me, let me offer this too. The beaches, I'm telling you, uh, if you're, in a, if you were spoiled enough to have the Atlantic Ocean, you're probably not going to love the Pacific, um, especially down in that area. So I guess for me, my, my thing is, it's more bucket list stuff. You come into LA. So you want to do the Hollywood walk of fame. You want to do the man Chinese theater, see all of you know the footprints and the handprints from John Wayne and people even know Chaplin. You just part of history to know that that Chinese theater that still exists. And we have very little history here. You know, we just, this is the place of just n nobody cares. So everything just gets knocked down and brand new gets put up and, so a little history we have, like the uh, the man's Chinese theater, it's great to see and to know when you're sitting in there, like know that for, I don't know, almost 100 years, the greatest stars in the world have sat in those seats, you know, um, and see, been this, part of that. This so is I, where I, we're I, different. I, really, I loved your answer because I have never even done that. <laughs> oh, my God, Kelsey. All right, we'll go. <laughs> OK, deal. We'll go. We'll go. Deal. We'll have to. We'll actually take in a, a show and we'll go see it all. It's That'd like, yeah, cool. it's very cool. And then, um, you know, Universal City Walk is right up the street from there. So that's a, like a universal kind of theme park atmosphere. Yeah, universal. I would also make the trip down to Disneyland. Again, asterisk, not going to be as good as Disney World. Why was built well before, but was the first. So again, there's a lot of history down there. The, the castle, that's the first one of all of them. And all the castles and all the parks are different, but this is the first one. And then there's some vintage rides that are still down there that, you know, were made, you know, really like taking you back to like the 1960s Disney movies. Um, so I think that's worth a, a jaunt. And then I would say Malibu, just to go to Malibu. And I think, yes, for dinner, and drinks, I would say Manhattan Beach, because uh, it's it's a little cleaner, a little safer. Then I think for rite of passage, you want to do Venice Beach to do during the day, because all that culture, there's gold gym outside. And yeah. again, that's just been around forever. Um, I would say Venice. I would. Yeah. Venice slash Santa Monica, too. I feel like Santa Monica is a good one during the yeah. day to do the, the promenade. Yes. Uh, and you go down there there, mm -hmm. you know, and again, yes, there is the Grove, which is a beautiful, amazing outdoor mall. But we're starting to get a lot of those outdoor malls around the country, but copied, to, in my opinion, copied by Mr. Caruso and his work at the Grove. Um, so I think that's some stuff I, you know, I the star maps things. I've never done one Me neither. But with it, but I would be interested in seeing some of the old Hollywood homes. But again, a lot of them have been knocked down, which is sad. Mm. 
Lucia yeah. Ball's home knocked down. There's very few. The Houdini house is still up, I think, but a lot of them are taken down, which is um, which is a bummer. Mm. Um, but anyway, that gives you some hopefully that was good. Some stuff to work with, I yeah, love a little it. bit. All right, question number two, Kevo. This is from mm-hmm. Ashley from Chicago. She said, "What was it that made you want to get a career that was involved in the entertainment industry?" Um, you know, I, I think like a lot of people in our business, I was a TV holic, movie holic as a kid. That's really all I loved. But then I really just wanted to tell stories. And that was, uh, that's what drove it. And, um, you know, it was at a time where there wasn't, I mean, there, I grew up with three channels and some UHF channels. I mean, which you could, you barely got reception on any of them. Um, cable changed that and then that was the beginning of it but the opportunities were very limited and you know the middle class back then and upper middle class and under it was like such a no-no it's like yeah but you know it was doctor lawyer business person and or job with benefits it was never go out there so i think the biggest the biggest step i had to take was that step of like hey i'm going to do it but it wasn't accessible to us like it is to your generation. You know, you have multiple, God, you could just do it from your house now. You don't even have to leave. So, um, but yeah, just, just, just I, to this day, I love, I love movies. I love TV. And, um, and I love, if I can't tell the stories and I, I like to appreciate other people's stories and then just, you know, broadcast in general, you know, I, all the old talk shows were always fun and the variety shows and, yeah. So I don't know. That's it for me. What about you, Kels? That was, um, it's funny you mentioned the talk shows cause that was it for me. I was like, literally Conan was one of my favorite shows. Oh ever. yeah. The talk yeah. shows were my jam. I always thought it was like, they were so funny, but so smart and you got your information, but you could laugh along the way. I don't know. I know that my gift had always been, has always been to connect with people. So I never really questioned it. I was like, I'm always going to do something in that realm of like, <laughs> I get to talk to people for a living or, you well, know, something in that sphere. I think just, is I wish more of your generation would at least be grateful that you, you do have that opportunity. Totally. Now we had it, but it was a much longer shot and you had most of society and people against you. You didn't have parents who were like, yeah, go for it. I'll help you move or whatever. No, it was like, you're, I was disowned. I literally like I lost two years with my dad because I decided to do this and he would only he'd die a couple of years later. It's really sad. I mean, we believe me, got on the same page at the end. And at the end, when he was on his deathbed and he could see everything clearly, he was like, you do not stop fighting for your dream. At that time, I was starting to invest in the carny business. I was like, all right, I'm going to get my own um, fried dough trailer, my own sausage trailer. And I knew seeing that it would make my dad proud because, you know, we, we always worked for other people. We never had our own businesses. We weren't entrepreneurial. Um, we were always laborers all my generations, fathers, grandfathers, great grandfathers, all ditch diggers. So I remember when he was in the hospital, I drove the trailer. I bought the fried dough trailer to into the hospital parking lot. So he could see it out the window. And he was like, that's really good. That's great. And I was like, I thought, you know, that would do it for him in terms of being, um, in ter- I thought that would do it for him in terms of being relieved or, you know, he'd somehow feel better and I'll never forget it. He just, he grabbed my wrist and he goes, Hey, 
just don't forget your real dream. And I was like, wow. And it's reminded of all of us, like, you know, people on their deathbeds, I'm telling you, man, like you see everything so clear and you don't have to wait to that point. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. And um, thank goodness I, I had a fight like against all the, you know, around me. And I know there's still people out there who have to fight those bigger battles than me to be able to pursue their dream. But I'm saying, if you are a, 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 a person whose family is like, that's amazing, go do it. Or they paid for all the lessons and all that stuff, man, just be grateful and know you're in a country that allows you to do it. I'm sorry. You know, some, some people's odds will be better than yours, but man, we're still the best bet at all of this. And um, yeah. So with your generation, I just, what I worry about is because it's so spread out, the money's not, what it used to be and um and then all the eggs are in that basket and you have to diversify and have other things you love and i i think and this it's it's around asset management not around this question but i want to say it anyway is i'm often telling people like um find ways to offset your offset your art meaning how are you going to fund your art don't look at it like the art's going to fund my life no i'm going to fund my art and um, I had this conversation last week with somebody who's, you know, working on an A-list talk show right now. And in the same breath is like, oh, yeah, um, he's flying back on his private jet. She's like, I'll, I'll just jump on the jet with him to get back to, you know, from New York to L.A. And, I, and at the same time, haggling over, you know, the money is not that good and this, that and the other thing. And it was literally the first kind of job this person's had in this space. And I'm like, you know, listen to me. If, if you, you, if you want to make money, go sell real estate or do something else, but you don't get into this business to make money. You get into it because it's your dream and you want to make that art or be part of it. And then the money will come. And if it doesn't, you find ways to underwrite it because you love it so much. I mean, again, I thank God my mom was someone who liked to paint paintings and she never sold any of them, but it never stopped her from painting. And there's Picasso. He always would say that. He was like, if you take away my paints, I'll go to chalk. If you take away chalk, I'll go to crayons. You go take away my crayons. He's like, I'm going to dip my finger in water and use that, but I'm never going to stop being an artist, no matter what I get paid or who tells me I'm good at it doesn't matter you either are or you aren't and um if that's your dream then pursue it but you know maybe you have to underwrite it maybe there's a side hustle maybe you have uh 
you know, I know a lot of um, people who, you know, obviously the traditional ones, tending bar and waiting tables, but I know more people now, I'd rather see you in your own business. We can make your own hours. That's why I love Uber. I don't know what Uber is like now, but man, if Uber around in my day, I wouldn't have had to do the carny business. I worked in the carnival business six months a year. I would take those savings and then move out to LA and try to make it. I did that for 10 years. But if there were Uber and other things like that, where I could just kind of work for myself, um, it would have been different. So I just think the, your mindset um, needs to be in that place where how do I underwrite this and don't look at this as the cash cow, you know, and, and take advantage of those opportunities instead. But I, I digress. Like what a surprise, Kelsey. No, I like that. I think it's so important. I think money's a, like such a interesting topic and i like that a lot kev because i think that like we get so bogged down by the money end of things sometimes that we like yeah. don't then do what we want to do and that's how you slowly die like you right you're not but, but you know Kels, mm-hmm. i honor those people who like money yeah just be honest with yourself mm-hmm. there's not by the way there's someone who was on your show better together talking about love of money Mm. and how okay it is like it's not now the other way like no you should love money and have a good relationship with it just know you have to be the type of person like for me i'm okay wearing levi's my boots and driving my you know 20 year old pickup i'm okay with that but i'll always say to maria who's the one believe it or not who's like you pump the brakes on everything and you know like i just want to do less okay okay maria but you like the you like first class travel you like your vacations. You not that she goes on a lot of them, but like so you have to make your peace, Maria. What is it? Because if you like that stuff, it's not you we have to work for it. So if you don't, it's okay. But if you do like it, it's okay. But like I said, sell real estate. Whatever you're gonna be, make your money there and then finance, make your own movies and productions on the weekends or whatever, and get the joy there. But you know, that that they get this is where the middle class mentality gets involved in this business. It's just a mess. This is not the business for that, you know? So interesting. Never thought of it that way. I like it. Okay. Josh from Boston says, what was one single change that led to tremendous success for you? Okay. I will say back in the day when um, I was not Kevin Undergaro, Hmm but was a college boy, aspiring alcoholic. Um, I'll go over that change and I'll go over the more recent change, but I think hopefully they'll both help. But I just remember when I finally graduated from college and now that safe world was over. You know I mean, you couldn't lean on mom and dad anymore. You couldn't, re- I mean, you can, but that whole, I always say to people, it's really big when you graduate college because that's when it's really over. That's when teenage years are over. Even if you're 22, 23, it's over. You know, young adulthood is over then. And now adulthood comes in. Sure, you might still live at home and you still may live off your parents for 10 years in today's economy. And that's fine too, but things are different. It's not, you know, life is play like college was again, unless you were a med student, a lawyer, or someone who's trying to get a master's and get, or, you know, then your college was more probably academics and work. And then you, you partied in a healthy way, but the rest of us civilians and pedestrians, 
it was the other way around, <laughs> but, um, that I, it all hit me real fast. And then I, I, and this is not healthy guys. And then, and, but I, 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 I don't regret it cause I needed, I needed this to get out, to get out of that phase one is, um, I, I put social life on hold and just devoted everything to my career. And that's when I started subscribing to the philosophy of everything I do in my day has to serve this dream with one exception, the health and well-being of your loved ones. So my aforementioned dad, when he got sick, I stopped and I took care of him. Me and my mom, very proud to say we didn't need hospice because her and I did. I wore, I was up all night. She was up all day. Um, and it went on for two years and I put everything on hold. But other than that, everything I did, Kelsey was I'm getting to LA and I'm going to make it. And I lost a, I lost a good amount of friends because of that. You know, some, um, I, I think most were resentful and jealous that they didn't have that same focus, but my great friends were the one who were like, no, keep working. My, my friends from college would always say, my friends from St. Anselm college would always say, we're counting on you to make it <laughs> when we're all like in our miserable lives, we're going to want to come out to LA and visit you at your big parties, which by the way, they all ended up doing. So I was, you know, but, um, but yeah, when I fully committed to everything in my day, had to somehow support my dream, um, except for the health and well-being of my loved ones, that's when, um, that was a big major change that led to like a lot of success. And when I mean that, I don't mean I'm like trying to earn money every minute. Well, I, cause I was, but anything, okay. If I'm watching a movie, well, I'm having a rest. I'm not spending, if I'm watching a movie on TV, let's say I'm not spending money. I'm doing research. I'm learning. So even like I would find with my social life, I would try to make my social life somehow tie into my dream. But I've carried that philosophy forever. And I, I think I still have it to this day. And I'll get into the second part. But um, if you have lofty dreams and goals and you apply this, um, you'll get there. If, if your dreams aren't that lofty, okay, maybe you don't have to. But, but when you're going for something that's Olympic level, that's a one in a million shot. I mean, I think that's what you need. And by the way, I still think even opening a coffee shop I think anyone who opens their own business, I just take my hat off to them. I just think it takes such courage and guts, you know, and creativity and resourcefulness and diversity. Um, and I commend you for being your own bosses and doing and having the courage to go out and do your own thing. Um, but I, I, I'd say the same thing. Everything you do has to support that. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days and I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor and it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios and then I got addicted and now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier 
kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. Now, at some point, you break through to the other side and you make it and you can pump the brakes a little bit. But I feel like that was a big change. And that that's, that's when things really started happening for me. And like I said, it was painful at first, but that's when things started happening. Yeah. I think that it's funny, like you talk about that and I didn't consciously do it, (laughs) but, but I did it. I think that like when I first moved down here, all I did was work and never, no one could ever get a hold of me. Like my friends are always like, who I haven't talked to you in whatever months. And I'm like, yeah, okay, well I'm trying to do my shit and make it work and do my, get my dream on lock, you know? So I think you have to give up like initially. Yeah. Not always, but But let me get you to phase two, the recent change I had Mm. that's, um, what was the question that, that led to tremendous success? Well, releasing attachments to outcomes and releasing attachments to achievements and success. And this is, I know kind of a mind F because, you know, a lot of people on the quest to success, they're very much into rating and taking data on your success. And, you know, how do I know if I'm achieving, if I don't set bars and I don't meet those bars and like, okay, I get all that. But in general, um, as I've now in this since pandemic released my attachments to outcomes and just been more present, you know, for example, like with this, Kelsey, we, you and I do the show and I love working with you and regular guy Friday. We do it with Pooj and I love working with you guys. And I'd like to think you guys like working with me and that we have fun together. And then, you know, I work hard at it and, I give my best, but then I'm not like, okay, did we get a hundred thousand downloads? Um, how many sponsors did we get? You know, I just, I'm away from that. And in so many areas of my life now. And, um, it's the irony is, is you more opportunities are coming in than ever. Because I'm just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Well, you're not forcing it, right? No, like you're not, not forcing like it. Willing, forcing. Because I feel like when you do that, we've you've talked about this before. You willing, you force, and you'll get something because you're working mm-hmm. your ass off. But it's it's going to be the like the pebbles, right? When you actually just let it go, and you're yes. still doing the work, but you let go of yeah, like you said, surrender the outcome. Then I feel like the stuff actually flows and be present, yeah. and then things start happening. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and Maria taught me this too, but sometimes when you are work, 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 you're, you're not letting, there's no room for anything to come into your life. So new opportunities, new people to me, maybe a new means to be successful, but when you're overstacked and it's just work, work and this and that every minute, um, it's very preventative from, yeah, you getting up to ironically up to the next level and the success you get is incremental, you know, you get it, but it's not as um, much as you think. 
So, yeah, those are two things that um, I would say. I like that. Those um, are great. Um, do we take a quick break, Kev? Yes, I think that's a wonderful idea. Thank you. Uh, Kelsey Alexander Meyer. And when we come back, um, okay, I'm looking in the notes here. Ooh, traits needed to exhibit to stay ahead of the curve in the industry. How to prevent burnout. Uh, best and worst advice I've ever received. Okay, we'll have some fun with that. You guys, all that and more on this uh, Ask the Manager Monday. Hope your Monday's going well. And remember, Monday is the new Wednesday. Thank you. You're welcome. Be sure to send your questions to info at bettertogetherwithmaria.com or on Instagram at bettertogetherwithmaria. For an 8x10 personalized signed photo or transcript of today's show, send a self-addressed stamped envelope. Care of Arsa Manager, 17328 Ventura Boulevard, PO Box 311, Encino, California 91316. And now, back to Ask the Manager. Stay crisp, Queens. Always crisp. Maybe even crisper on a Monday because we're fresh. Ooh. You know, I I agree. I still need to get my groove on my Sunday sleeps. I feel like my Mondays. Kelsey, yeah, we don't move and groove. Kelsey and I do not move and groove on Sundays. No. No, No. I don't know what it is. I want to explore it more. Monday. Yeah, I want to explore it more, too. Tuesday for me, I'm like, yeah, let's get it. Monday. mm -mm, Mondays are hard. (laughs) Yeah. It's funny. Maria is now finally waking up early because she's very much into the power of sun. Now we're working with this person here, which I'm sure she's going to share with everyone about grounding and universe just keeps poking me in the back of the head about grounding, you know, grounding to the earth and nature. But, um, she's now seeing like, Oh my God, I get up and I, I, the sun. And now I feel so good. Like I can do so much in my day. I said, eh, you've only seen me do that for 20 years, Maria. <laughs> Up at 5.30 with the babies. But, I, you know, I get a lot done, and I used to laugh. The kids at After Buzz would come in at 3 o'clock with, you know, just rolled out of bed. And I, I'd be like, I already built Rome. <laughs> and you, but here's the thing. It's not that I'm, I, I'm not saying I'm a hard worker or I'm any better than you. I would feel bad for them because if you woke up and – and face your day that way and accomplish like small little tasks. You get those little wins. You'd feel so much better. Like she's, Maria's feeling it now. She's yeah. like, I feel God. I feel, I'm like, I've only been telling you this for 20 years. Well, and I also think too, and this is something I had to learn cause I was always a late nighter. Um, I got a second wind later in the night, but your body, that's not like, that's out of sync with your Yes. body's like natural so you yes. think oh i'll go to bed late and i'll sleep in no you're still gonna feel crappy because your body wants to get up with the sun so yes. it's like it doesn't work that way it's not like oh i yeah. can just make it up so i think it is kind of sad and i've had to learn that kevin i'm still learning that though um that i'm like get to bed early so you can get up early yeah. but yeah it's hard it is hard it's hard to unwind your brain that's because it's still yeah. flying at nine o'clock at night yes. and i get that too it's funny going back to, you know, I want to go, go back to my dad on his, uh, mm. on his deathbed and go a little further with what he said. So he, he followed up and said, um, basically, <sighs> I mean, I'm summarizing, but he, he was, 
basically saying to me, you were right. Because you were right all along. Live your dream. Like none of this is, it's all, basically it's all a scam. All the stuff that's forced on you that you're told you have to be married at this age. You have to have children at this age. You have to have a job with benefits. He said, all of it. He was like, no, no, you were right. You've got to do your dream and what you love. And all that other stuff will come. Um, but if you don't, you'll be unfulfilled. And then all that other stuff will be messy. And uh, he's like, I have no regrets because I did what I wanted. He's like, but you've got to be able to do what's in your heart. And I think um, I was blessed. Thank God I had that moment with him. So I be, could be relieved of any guilt or pain, but I really offer because I know some of you are out there who might have people in your lives telling you, you can't do something or you're afraid to do something because you're going to upset their vision or the box they've put you in. Um, yeah. And I have to say that I think, uh, you, you, you have to find a way out and you have to listen to your heart. And uh, it was super hard for me because my dad was my best friend. That was like you and your mom, Deb, we were best friends. And it really hurt when I said, I'm going to, I'm not going to be a lawyer. I'm going to, you know, write for the entertainment in Hollywood. And it was, yeah, it was hard to, to stop talking for that time. I just broke my heart. And I think too, something I'm learning, Kevin, I wonder if you feel this way. It's like him, he like that all came from him wanting to protect you. He didn't want you all from a good place. Yeah. And remember that. I thank you, Kelsey, for saying that because a lot of, I always say to the kids, like when you go to your parents for advice, be careful because the parental instinct is to keep you out of pain, you know? So that's just an instinct. It's really hard. It's the, it's those tough parents who let you skin your knees Go bump your head, go do it and have that hands off approach. I find the ones who do the kids end up better off and the kids actually respect the parents more. They love the parents more who again, because those parents are releasing from attachments. They're like, you go do you and I'll go do me. And then the kids go, wait, what? But when the parents are like still hyper involved, then the kids are like barely calling them, you know, art of seduction, Cal, seriously. So true though. It's so true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Huh. The yeah. one I knew the rock star parents mm. who were like, he, let's say like there was one dad and he had like a bunch of nice cars and he was just like, I'm like, Oh my God, like your kids must be so excited to get these one day. He's like, they're not getting them. I was like, what? <laughs> he was like, I love it. <laughs> and then like, or, the, or I had other fathers be like, yeah, I have a lot of money, but you don't, 
knucklehead. Good luck to you out there. And by the way, all these parents now, because these kids are now in their 50s, all have the father, the parents' money. Of the parents course. are passed on. And they're all wealthy. Yeah. Oh. But the secret was, they were like, no. That's so funny. I'm, I'm living my life. Yeah. You go live yours. And I want to say that those kids were so much more respectful. They looked up to the parents. They were more respectful of money, of opportunity. You know, it was like, no, the parents held something back. Mm. But these other parents who just smother the kids with all this love. You wonder why the kids take the love for granted because they know it's yeah. there. Smother. And then it's also just like they're an e like an easy out. I know with my parents, I would always give my dad <laughs> crap if like when any of my like grandparents passed or whatever. I was like, OK, dad, so that money's all mine. Right. And he's like, yeah, you're gonna have to kill me first. Absolutely not. I'm going to have fun. I'm doing yeah. stuff. And I was like, well, he handles you in a very healthy way. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He's just like, nope. Yeah. You know, and, and so you go ah, and so you go, <laughs> you know, I want to. Exactly. You got so parents again. I'm not a parent. I just have had 2,000 kids for the last 20 years. But I am not a parent. But I've loved them as much as I could, and in just dealing with them, I think yeah, the more you hold back. I mean, even me, most of the afterbus kids know they have me on speed dial, so they, you know, they take it for granted. And then when I pull back and go, hey, I'm gonna do me, then all of a sudden, you know, my phone. Like, wait, where it's are you? Blowing up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a do me. I'm a do me. How's your I'm a do me been going? Well, you know, <laughs> when you're, when you're married, you right can now. only, you, yeah. you kind of, yeah, you can only do so much of me. Yeah. I'm a do half of me. Okay. It's still a lot of energy. Yeah. There was a, this is more of a regular guy Friday discussion. Probably. <laughs> I'll remind you. I'll bring it back up. Last night I wanted to, well, yeah. I don't know. They are. They really, the three family members, they, I, I thought I was going to like snap on them last night. They were making fun of me for de-hoarding this house. Oh my God. And I'm like, um, have you looked at my blood work? Why would they make fun of you for de- Because it just doesn't make sense. Again, this is what civilians do. It's like you move heaven and earth for them and literally lug heaven and earth to the dump and to goodwill and to wherever um, you make a five-star hotel property for everybody. And they go, Oh, where is the, what happened to the cheap pool table? <laughs> and you're like, seriously, that, that's where their focus is. Oh yeah. My God. Oh, Mr. G yeah. Mr. What'd they say? Chuck. Cause he, ch he throws Chuck, Chuck, she chucks everything out. He must have thrown it out. So I came to, t I got back from the bathroom and they're all laughing at me. And I'm like, um, okay. If you looked at my blood work and my immune system, it's shot. And you know why? Seven days a week for the last five years. When I tell you the other house, the father owned what I had to do to dehoard it, this place, what I had to do to dehoard it, to fix everything. I'm like, you guys all live in paradise now. And you're worried about a $200 pool table and by the way where is it going where, where is it going everybody can someone no no answer can no. someone tell me where in this house there's just, room for that pool table they're just using that to poke at you you can't even like i but, know it's hard but like you can't even react because no, like, you're high, well because it's so insane i know yeah but but to me you know i, I use violet as an example mm -hmm. i don't know anyone who works who's more dedicated devoted than violetta it's my our house mom i said try doing that to V for like a week, Maria. It's, she's going to, you'll never see her again. 
Absolutely because it's not. so Absolutely only because not. it's so contrary. Right. It's like you know, well, saying Tom Brady. But that's what it's like saying Tom Brady is the worst quarterback in the NFL. Right, and he's going to go defend himself that he's not. That's why you can't. Like, are you insane? Like you, what? But like, you can't even give it energy because like they're going to keep. And I, I got this shit my whole life too, Kevin. Not to the degree you did, but oh like, my God. Yeah, no, you did. I know I that. No, everything you got. Yes, when you I got would, the ironic put downs yes, too. But I mean, when I would wait, give it energy, then they would. Oh my keep God! Going. Well, my my well, you know what it is? Probably my family. Uh, all this talk about work. My family. I was the lazy one in my house. Yeah, yeah. I worked circles around all of them, including my father, mm-hmm. and I was the lazy one. Mm-hmm. But that made me work harder. But again. Now that I've come through it all, I don't need that anymore to psych me up. No. Oh, no. They won't be joking about it anymore. Trust me. No. No, you can find other things to joke about, but no. Because I'm going to start bringing your your crap back into this house and you can all live with it. You know what I You can have all your junk you want. I'll bring it all back in. This is what I have started to do. Like if that kind of stuff, I literally will just like get up and walk away because I feel like those, those kind of people, they literally just think that they can poke, 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 and you're going to laugh, laugh, laugh. Like I don't. I hate that shit. I like here's, a, yeah, well, here's the thing you, with Kelsey. No, I, I wouldn't want to give them that much. But what bothers me is no, there's there's a side to them that believes it. It's not oh. just breaking chops. It's literally like but you, you know they're crazy. That's it's, crazy. It's, it's, it's you know it's like it, it's imagine you. I don't know. You knock down a house. You re, you put up a new one. It's a brand new house, and the person walks in and goes, "Yeah, but uh, I know this is a chip." on the paint on one of the shingles on outside the house. And by the way, there's, there's mental patients who do this, but I have made my last 20 years to have nothing to do with those people. I hate to say, you know, who acts like that a lot is narcissists and rich people. It's never enough. It's like, I believe it. you know, what have you done for me lately? Or you didn't do much at all. And again, I have made it my business to say, bye B I will have bye, no proximity buddy. to you. Now then, I don't know how much ask the manager Mondays. <laughs> that just got me fired up though. I'm just like, so, you can't just because, and I know a lot of our heel squad probably gets this too. So I'm like, I'm you, sure. guys, you can't give it energy because even like, God, I can just see Kevin, everything inside of you. That's like already sick is just like continuing. Oh my God. I killed oh, myself for all of them. I know. But you have to understand the junk they brought to this house. You guys, there were old kitchen sinks in my front yard. Why? But they're never going to understand. They'll never understand. And by the way, everything was because it was all so old and such junk, so heavy and underman picking the stuff up alone, lugging it in the van. Like, and it like, it wouldn't stop. It just kept coming for years. I would come home and be like, stop. What? What are you guys doing to me? And now with Kelsey, when you see this place now, it, it is it's like a five-star resort. I'm like, I can't myself for you guys. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, I said, I said, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to, my new thing, I'm going to be like my dogs. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be like Bobo and Chubby and Charlie. I'm going to pee on the uh, hallway floor. <laughs> I said, yeah, that's it. Now I'm just going to do that every time. Yeah, I'm just going to be on the hallway floor. I think you like the dogs. and just don't fix anything anymore. That's what I think. Well, just, uh, yeah, just, yeah. But again, you just do is, you. I'm why. Yeah, I, I, they know I'm wired this way. That's the problem. But you have to trick. You have to be like, you have to show them that. Uh, uh-uh, uh, not anymore. I'm changing. Bye, bees. Bye. Okay. So you know what happens? You can't win. I've done this before. Oh, no. Yeah. No, because you know what? Everything falls to shit. They all get cranky and moody and depressed like they were. 
But when I yeah. got here, this, they, everyone was wanted to kill themselves and or each other. They were all sort of, and they didn't know why. I'm like, guys, because you're around dilapidated junk everywhere. This is making, by the way, this is Ask the Manager Monday. Guys, if you minimize, I'm telling you, to, you will maximize. If you minimize your life and the stuff around you, you will feel better in the long run. I can't tell you how many people are so depressed, but they're around filth or they're around clutter or they're just around too much. And, you know, make your peace. I mean, with the, the stuff, like I don't throw it away. I give it away and I make sure it goes to a good home and um, I bless it and say, I'm glad I was able to get it then. But now someone else can use this, and that's great, and we move on. But no, they would just let it go like that, and then they'd all be depressed, and it would be like, I'm sick, and I'm this, and I'm that. No, they wouldn't know. So, no, there's no winning. It's just, I don't know. Some of us just meant, that's it, Kelsey, just some, right? There's that old saying in the movie Caddyshack? Or what? No, it's actually good, the bad, and the ugly. Two kinds of people in this world. Those who watch and those who dig, you dig and I dig. Okay. Next question. Okay. Well, actually this kind of goes into it. So Alex from Arkansas <laughs> would like to know um, some of the best and worst advice you've ever received. Oh my God. Um, As a first time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps a bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. I will say the worst advice. And I read it in a book because, you know, again, back then there was no access to show business. So I remember getting a book at the lo local library. There's no internet. You know what I mean? There's no information. And it was like a big part of the book dedicated to never work for free. You get taken advantage of this and the other thing. Da, 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 da. And um, that's the worst advice that I could have ever received and the worst advice I could give to anyone. Um, and thankfully I had an instinct to go, no, that's baloney. You know, they put that in there because they're trying to protect to a degree. I get protect the people that are working, but if the people are working and they're robust and they're contributing and being valuable, they have nothing to worry about. Um, and yes, we'll, People take advantage of you when you work for free. Yeah, they will. Has that happened to me? Yeah, many times. Has it happened to me recently? Absolutely. But at the same time, the working for free has opened so many doors for me 
that I would never have had. And I always say to people like, listen, in a world where um, a lot of people want to cut throats to make it, do, you know, underhanded things to make it, or maybe they just, they have a ton of connections or maybe they have so much money, their parents are floating them. They don't have the obstacles that the regular person does, you know, the average person does. So we need every, any advantage we can get, any leg up we can get, we have to take advantage of. So if on a Saturday I can, you know, or a weekend I can work for free on a production, I'm in. Um, I, I can't tell you people I know that have, you know, super successful now, when they graduated from college, they reached out to a company that they loved small. It was a small one guy that I know in particular, he wanted to get involved in PR and he was tracking this one company that he loved. And he said, I will work for a year for free for you. Just, I will give you one year of my life for free. Please hire me. And all the reasons why. And I guess the guy after like three or four months, like I have to pay you. You're too, you're too amazing. And the guy is now he's, you know, he's super successful, but, um, that's the worst advice I give the, uh, the other, the, uh, I'll go beyond work for free. I'll pay to work. So I'll pay for opportunities. And that's probably the best advice that I've ever received, which is invest in yourself. So if I have to pay for my own productions, if I have to pay even to out of pocket to, if it's somebody that I want to work with, or I know is going to make me great connections, then yeah, I'll not only work for free, I'll pay, I'll put up the money to build a set. Uh, yeah, I've built a lot of sets for celebrities. Um, but I was, I was always willing to work for free and I'm, and worse more than that. I was, um, I was, and I still am willing to pay for the benefit to work, knowing that is going to give me what that one leg up, that's going to give me proximity and, you know, you learn in Tony Robbins, the importance of proximity in business. I think it's one of the most important things in business and no one tells you about it. And what does he mean by that? It's proximity to other successful people because that's how connections happen and thoughts get connected and things really cool things happen, but it's really hard to get that proximity. You know, you could say, oh, well, I'll, I can go hang at bars and do it, but guess what? The successful people aren't at bars. <laughs> They're not shooting pool where you're going to like mosey on up to them. It's very rare. So the way you get proximity is to work. And I also know a lot of people who said, Hey, let me run Aaron. I, my first um, mentor, the reason I got my job as a head writer at MTV um, was this guy, Dean Young. And um, he was a New Yorker. He was an older guy, but I really loved his writing. And I, on the weekends would, whether it was getting his car fixed, uh, washing his car, cleaning his apartment, um, anything I could do, I just did naturally for him. And it was unspoken. I mean, today I probably would have made it official and said, Hey, let me, you know. Um, but when the time came, man, he was, you know, he, he helped me get my first writing job. In fact, he hired me for my first writing job. And then he really sold me hard to get my job at MTV. And, um, I also know other people who've done that too. Said, Hey, let me, let me just, or let me build your website or let me run your social media. I can do it for six months. I mean, maybe it's not infinite, you know, like, but, um, and see what happens. And then I always had the mentality of like, you're going to 
kiss a lot of frogs to get your prince. So yeah, some people take advantage. Fine. And when they do, I go next. Okay. On to the next one. But I think that those are, that's bad advice to say, don't do it. And I think it's really good advice to work for free, but then also to invest, not be afraid to invest in yourself. Well, I think it goes back to what you're saying before paying for your dream, right? Like I worked for free my first two years I was out here. That's how I got all my gigs, but I couldn't live off of that. So I would, you know, do my free stuff in the morning and then go close at Nordstrom at night. You know, it's like, so it was like I was paying for my, my dream. I want to say too, I think that, um, I don't, I can't think of anything in particular that was like the worst advice I ever got, but I think when I make mistakes, it's because I don't listen to myself and my gut. And Mm. I, I've learned that there's been a couple that I can think of that. I'm like, Oh my God, you should have, you knew, I knew, I knew. And I saw external validation or external, whatever, like, um, advice. And I knew it was wrong. And I listened to them thinking that it was right. And I got shit on. Trust your gut. Yeah. I love that. I think Kelsey's for me, and um, maybe it's a male thing, maybe it's a crazy Italian thing, or maybe it's a generational thing, but there was never that pause to think mm-hmm. what's in our heart, how are we feeling, is this right? It was just get up and do, just go. Do, 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 you know? And I think that, I think it's good advice to take those pauses and really ask your body and your heart, hey, is this right? And trust it, especially females, trust that instinct. Yeah, that's really good advice. Thank you. All right, we have, yeah, oh, we got time for another one. Okay, Kevin. Okay. Um, Lexi from AZ, she wants to know, what have you done to prevent burnout in this industry? Hmm. Lexi. Kevin has burnt out. <laughs> yeah, but not from the business. Mm, That's what's funny. No, I love it so much. I love, I love creating so much. I'm burnt out now. I find myself now so burnt out on all the things that I had to do to get to be creative. Ooh. Like all that we call eating frogs, but all the frogs that I've had to eat. So if it's accounting stuff, um, even, um, yeah, even renovations now I'm out as far as like the physical work myself, I just, I'm burnt out. I am so burnt out. Um, and certain things, you know, Marie runs by me and I, I literally, I feel my heart like race and I, I have a hard time breathing. I'm like, I can't, I, I don't want, I'm so I know what burnout is, but for things that make my heart sing, it's almost like there's no burnout. My energy comes back when I get to, and I say get to not have to, cause it's a privilege. Um, when I get to do my art or to do this, like, oh, yes, by the end of what, I'm tired when we podcast because I do have some physical issues going on right now. But initially when I get to work with you guys, I'm like really happy and I'm, it's fun and I'm in. Um, so I, I haven't experienced burnout, but maybe it's cause I also have, I don't have a lot of miles on my body for this business. If that makes sense. My miles has been on everything to support <laughs> the stuff around this business. So uh, I, I, but I would say to the average person, if you feel yourself burning out, you got to find a way to, you got to find a way to get to nature and you really got to find a way to put a pin in things. And, um, I don't know if you can come back from 
I think you can come back from overall burnout. I'm not sure you can come back from burnout from the one thing you're doing. In my life experience, I don't know. When I see people who are just cooked, you know, whether it's entertainment journalism for Maria or I had a guy working for me at AfterBuzz, I could just tell he was just cooked. And um, it's been years and I don't know where he's at now, but I don't know if he could go back to it or, or maybe you could, but it would be years. So my, my advice is to kind of find a way to get out of it. Mm-hmm. And I wonder too, find, it kind of like, you got to find a way to get out, but maybe, and that's, I know, and I feel bad because certain people like need the money and all that. Yeah. So then I think it's about my God, all of that free time has got to go to self care. Mm-hmm. And like I said, nature or, and also maybe doing things you love. I don't know. It's a tough one. Burnout's tough and it's real because I feel it right now myself, but like I said, I feel it for the minutia, but I also, am, I'm grateful to my burnout because I shouldn't be doing that stuff anymore. There's other people who do that better than me. I did my bid for God and country. I'm grateful. I had all those skills that I could help my family, but um, as they say on shark tank, but for that reason, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out of all that other stuff now. Yeah, I think that's interesting because I I do wonder if you can actually like if it's something that you're obsessed with and that like brings you like magic and joy. I wonder if you can actually burn out on that because I feel like most of us burn out doing stuff that we don't want to do or that we have to do. To I don't know. To yeah, I you know I, oh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe because maybe it's not it doesn't bring you magic and joy anymore, and then that's okay. You don't need to get stuck in an old dream. You just go. Right. You know what? Bye, B. Right. Bye, B. Been there, done that. Really good point. Interesting. Yeah. Burnout's an interesting one. I th- and I do think what you said, Kev, about like the self-care, but you also, there's so much like noise around self-care right now too. You don't need to force it. You actually have to figure out what feels good to you. That's you know? it. And it's like, the, and that's hard also. Yeah. And what isn't work. See, a lot right. of things that we get recommended to us on this show, I'll say to Kelsey, like Kelsey, the re- I'll know it's not right for Kelsey because I'll go, no, it's more work. She's already got enough work. It's going to be something easy. It's going to be something light for now. You know, like you can get to the heavy work and I get it. So like a lot of self-care and self-improvement does take work, but you got to hit some singles at first. You got to do, you know, just little things. Like if it's floating in a pool or floating in your bathtub and you call that with a mask on, you can call that floating fine. But I think that um, I know for me, I just I sometimes stuff, some of the self-care stuff gets presented to me or self-improvement stuff, and it's work. I'm like, wait, I, the last thing I need is more work right now because I'm burned. You know, my okay. body's tired. Yeah. So I think. Um, anyway, it's a tough, a tough question, but burnout's real. I know it. Lots of great advice today, Manager Kev. Well, as well same unto you and same on co-manager Kells thank you um learned it all from my manager well <laughs> it'll be a great <laughs> week everybody hopefully some of this stuff resonates and helps you um please let us know on patreon what um how it did or didn't and then also if you have answers to these questions too I would love to read them and I'm sure our fans would as well because I always say there's multiple paths to success Mm. and I always say that when I teach or I speak 
you know, this is one path. This is one path I know works for me. But you may hear another path from someone else. So you may create your own path. And that's great, too. So hopefully some of this advice helps, but you may have other advice to share for other people, especially on burnout. That's a tricky one. We would love to hear. So go to our Patreon and let us know. And then also, if you'd be so kind as to give us a five-star mercy rating. Mercy rating. <laughs> on Apple Podcasts. And please say how much you like Ask the Manager Mondays. Because um, Queenie, a.k.a. Maria, stresses every time we do this show. <laughs> but... You know, it's uh, she needs time off, and um, and then if you know me, it's not time off. Trust me, on these days she ain't floating in a pool. Uh, I wish she were. She's earned it, but she's not. She's working. I also uh, want to say too, if any other questions pop up while you're mm. listening to this, throw them on Patreon as well. Throw them in the comments because we'll answer them next. Ask the manager next, Monday. Ask the manager Mondays. Monday. All right, well, Kelsey. Um. Do we take what it out with say? our British queen? Yeah, British queen takes us out, right? Were you going to suggest something else? No, no. I think the British queen takes us out. And <laughs> we don't have Pooji here to do ours. We don't really have a signature out, but. No, not really. All right. We got it. it maybe my signature out is this because it's become my new, my new mantra. No, you you win. <laughs> you win. <laughs> You're right. Can I go now? Perfect. On behalf of associate producer Pooja Nea and the rest of BT staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Ask the Manager Mondays. Be sure to send your questions to info at bettertogetherwithmaria.com or on Instagram at bettertogetherwithmaria. For an 8x10 personalized signed photo or transcript to today's show, send a self-addressed stamped envelope, care of Ask the Manager, 17328 Ventura Boulevard, PO Box 311, Encino, California, 91316. Stay crisp, Queens. Always crisp. Vacuum-sealed crisp, Elsie. Especially on a Monday. Vacuum-sealed crisp. Hey, Hill Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.